Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast, episode number 222. 222, triple deuces. As you can see in the title, though, this idea of three plays into today's episode. And um, I was looking back, and yesterday's episode had three as well. So that was not intentional. It just so happened that way. Now, it is after midnight, uh, so it is Saturday, but I am talking here about Friday, yesterday, the 10th, I think it was. I'm kind of off on my days and dates at this point, so if I got that date wrong, I am sorry. But it was a day that my schedule began to change. I've been so enjoying being off of school and... um, relaxing and learning and growing and discovering just over the last few weeks. And um, that's some of that's going to change. Things are going to become much busier. School is going to be full and intense. But other things don't have to change. The learning and the healing and the... That can stay. I may not have as much time or as much um, space for that. But I want to keep doing it, and so I will keep doing it. But we're not talking about the future. We're talking about yesterday and how I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God throughout the day. So it was one of those days where during the day I had numerous experiences that showed to me, revealed to me the presence of God And it wasn't until the end of the day, when I was thinking back over these experiences, that I saw a common theme. And this has happened a few times in the um, 222 days that I've been doing this podcast. And I love it when it happens. And usually when it happens, it happens around something very symbolic, something very elemental, something very tangible. And today it was a table or tables, because it wasn't the same table. It was three different tables, but it was similar things and similar experiences of the presence of God. So we'll do this in three acts, act one, two, and three, and I'll talk about them in order of the day. Act one was in the early afternoon, and it was the table, the dining room table of one of my colleagues, And it was a time for our department, the religion department at the school, high school at which I teach, for us to gather and reflect and plan and talk about what we are doing. And it also, I think, had a couple of other purposes. Fellowship, we had lunch, although we had lunch outside at a different table in my colleagues, really lovely backyard. And the table on the inside, that was the work table. And it was work. We were brainstorming and I think we were very productive as we talked about our classes and what we want our students to learn and to be able to do. But in the process of that, we also wished hello, welcome to a new colleague, a young woman who has taught elsewhere, but she is coming and teaching with us. 
in a unique way. She's going to be doing two religion classes and three science classes. And I think that's kind of cool. And also, we began to say goodbye to another colleague. And this was the colleague whose house it was at. And he sat at the head of the table. And at some point near the end, as our time together was kind of winding down for the day, we had done our work and we were kind of starting to run out of energy and focus. He said, you know, everybody, this is the last year. I signed my con- when I signed my contract, I said, this is it. And this was year number 33, I think, at this school. So it was a reminder, I think, of beginnings, this new colleague, and endings, this other colleague, beginning the farewell that will continue throughout the year. So that was Act 1. Act 2 was my backyard porch table. Just a less than an arm's length from where I'm sitting right now as I record this podcast. And it's a table that I've been using frequently this summer to go on 12-step phone meetings. And I did that this evening. Now, whenever I talk about 12-step recovery, I always say I am not going to break my anonymity of the program or programs that I go to, except to say that it's not substance. It's about relationships and about being the best person that I can be. So I'm not going to break the anonymity on this program, except to say that It is really what has been described as an underbeing program, a program which helps us to look at the ways that we sell ourselves short and the ways that we waste time, really, which relates to wasting money and wasting life. And this particular meeting, this particular program, talks a lot about time drunkenness. And what they mean by that is when we just get lost in time and we squander time. And this particular flavor of this meeting, it's called Tell-A-Vision. I love it. T-E-L-L hyphen A hyphen vision. And the play there is that it's about getting sucked into and lost in digital electronic media. And when we do that, we lose sight of our vision. The way we are being called to be in the world. And what was interesting tonight, I I usually sit at the table and participate in the meeting, listening and um, coloring. I think I talked about how I I do adult coloring as I listen to these phone meetings. Um, Tonight, they needed a moderator. They needed someone to to guide the meeting. And I've listened to numerous meetings and felt like I knew what to do. And I did it. And I think it was a pretty good meeting. I, there are only a handful of us there, but I, I think I did just fine. And it was neat to be in a position of service, to be connecting with people from, I think, this meeting all over the country. Although when I've been on other meetings of this program, of this fellowship, there's been people all over the world, India and um, New Zealand and, and elsewhere, China. And... Um, It was neat to feel connected. I wasn't looking face-to-face at these people. I was listening, but I was leading and guiding, not in my, my wisdom, but in just the focus I was able to bring. So that was Act 2. Act 3 was on a screen in my television. I finally got around to um, watching the Oscar-winning Best Picture Moonlight from, I think it's a couple years ago now. 
And um, wow, it's an amazing film. And um, the cinematography is really interesting. The music is riveting. And the story is, is so heartfelt and sincere and told so masterfully with three different actors playing one character who matures over time. And that in and of itself is a remarkable feat. And um, highly, highly recommend it. It's, it's a very, very interesting, well-made, moving film. And um, I'm not going to be a spoiler here. I don't want to give... I don't like to give stuff away. I try not to on these podcasts. I will say, though, there is a pivotal scene very close to the end of the movie when the main character reconnects, reunites with a friend from childhood who he has not seen for a very long time. And the last time they saw each other was um, a horrific, horrible moment of betrayal and violence. And um, they reconnect over a table, a table in a diner that it's unclear if the, um, the character, the, 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 not the main character in the film, but this secondary character, this friend character, it's unclear whether he owns the diner, but we see that he is a cook in the diner and may even own the diner, but the main character comes and visits and the uh, friend cooks a meal and you see the meal being prepared with great care and love. And um, he sits down at a booth, the two of them, and they're looking and talking across the booth. And the um, uh, friend brings out a bottle of wine, and they drink them out of those, you know, plastic, um, I think of them as pizza place uh, glasses, you know, the pink, the red glasses. They drink wine out of those glasses. And, um, and just reconnect, and it's a beautiful scene. And... Um, it's a very Eucharistic scene, gathering around the table with wine and this, this meal and this friendship and this connection and forgiveness is, is also happening. And it's interesting because if you've seen the trailer of the film, you've probably seen the really powerful scene and, and very interestingly shot and, and with musical accompaniment of a very much of a baptism scene where a mentor character very significantly and symbolically baptizes the, um, the, uh, the, the young boy who will be the main character of the entire film. So three tables, God's presence in the dining room table with my colleagues, welcoming and beginning to say farewell around my table on my patio, uh, sharing and listening and leading and serving and then watching this film being moved by a Eucharistic table of reconciliation and reconnection in a diner in Miami. And I felt God's presence in all of those. I, I think there is almost no item, common item, I think, that is more sacred than a table. For what we do at tables, around tables, is so, so very holy because God came with us, continues to come to us in various ways around tables. So I think if you are a regular listener of this podcast, or even a casual listener, I think you might suspect what the questions are going to be. Yep, you got it. 
As you look back on your last couple of days, let's not even go back a week. Let's just look at a couple of days. How have tables been sacred places for you? What tables have you been around? What tables have you witnessed others around? How have you engaged with tables? And how has God been present with you at and around those tables? As always, thanks for listening. Blessings and peace.